Hello, and welcome to Talk to Tate Tuesdays. As always, thank you for spending five to seven minutes of your week with me unless we have guests. And friends, we kick off the new year with the guests. You know, this person is someone I've known for a few years now. She is a fantastic young lady. I'm very proud of her. Um, her name is Elaine Collado. And I'm going to tell you, to be honest, normally I wouldn't have this person or this type of uh, person on the show because of their achievement. But her background story is more amazing than her accomplishment. Um, Elaine was, in the past, she's been a Miss Teen USA representative. And in 2022, a few months ago, and still to this day, she is Miss Rhode Island in the Miss USA pageant. And she competed in the Miss USA pageant, and the story of her Miss USA pageant is, is incredible. So I've done enough talking. Let me bring on my friend, Miss Elaine Collado, how you doing? Hi, Tate. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited. Elaine, thank you so much for coming on. It's, first of all, it's good to see you. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen you since before COVID. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's good to see you. I hope yeah. you're well. Thank you. Yeah. yeah it's, it's a little funny because um, I just thought that as soon as you told me about the podcast and to come on, I was like, of course, like there's, <laughs> yes, let's do this. Cause I, I just knew we were going to have a good time and, and really talk about some really great stuff. That well, I'm thank you so much for coming on. So again, right now you are Miss Rhode Island, mm-hmm. Miss USA, but even before that, I want to, we'll get to that. Yeah. We'll get to that stuff. But even before that, let's talk about who you are, where you came from, your background. And let me be honest. See, if I've always has, had this perception of beauty pageant contestants, right? They grew up in this big mansion. Uh, they had these two-parent families and, you know, just had all the advantages in the world. Your story's not like that. No. <laughs> no, um, I am a, actually a first-generation American from the Dominican Republic. And uh, my mom and her sisters, they came here in, in 1992. My grandmother actually came here a few years before that. My mom was, I believe, 12 years old when she left, when my grandma left the DR to come to America with the plans to work. She lived in Terrytown, New York, and to work and save up so that she can bring all of her daughters and her son to the United States. So so we really, we support and embrace the path to citizenship. It's the hard, one of the hardest things that, you know, a lot of people go through, but um, we did it by the grace of God and we're here. Thank you for that and your mom. So Elaine, so you get here and automatically you guys find this big mansion and all this stuff, right? <laughs> no, they <laughs> came with suitcases and three toddlers again joking yeah you lived in the chad brown housing project oh my gosh oh yeah yeah i did and that was actually one of my biggest insecurities when i entered the pageant was because a lot of the girls that were um there they they grew they came from two-parent households and they went to some of them you know prestigious private schools of rhode island and you know and i and i'm I grew up in Chevron Projects, and I it was just very, very different. I was very different from most of the contestants. And you know, when I first saw, when I first was presented with the opportunity to compete, I immediately thought, even though we're, I was very different from the past winners, I didn't think about that first. I thought about, oh my God, I could be the first 
Afro-Latina winner, you know, and that yeah. was what made me want to jump right in. Uh, but once I got in, then that was something that I was insecure about. But um, I then later learned that, that that was just part of my story. It just made my story even better. It makes it better. Yeah. It does. So um, you're at you're in the housing project, mm -hmm. and I know the school you attended didn't have a lot of resources. No. And um, but you found a resource that worked for you, um, yes. an after-school program. Can you talk about that? Yeah, so uh, the After Zone is a um, nonprofit that, you know, they serve kids in underserved communities. Um, and this was, this was a saving grace for me and for a lot of kids in Providence because it was the first time that we were allowed to, uh, you know, had the opportunity to perfect a, 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 a skill or even uh, discover a passion that we had. And that's exactly what happened to me. So I joined their film program, and it was I was 12 years old, and it was the the moment when I discovered my passion for storytelling. And so you're 12 years old. Yeah. You're coming from a school where the resources aren't abundant, mm -hmm. and you write a movie. Yes. You write a script. You write a script that becomes yeah. a movie. Yeah. So the, the I remember the teacher trying to get us to, um, he I, I don't know what he thought. Maybe he thought like we were going to all write different scripts and we were going to try to combine them together. But none of the kids jumped, like they, none of them dove right in like that. I was like the only one that did. So as soon as I wrote came up with a story they were like yeah let's go with the lane story and right. i actually wrote it it was based on a true story based on a, a, one of my classmates who was uh being pressured to sell drugs because okay. that was a thing and at my school there were kids selling drugs um and i wrote it about him and how he decided to he declined the offer and decided to just focus on school and and um, then he started to get good grades and then he graduates and he um, he just overcomes the challenges that come with. So you're a story about someone who overcomes yeah. where you actually overcoming mm -hmm. your see that's that's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I love I love that story. Mm -hmm. So okay, so then you decide to do pageants. Yeah. And you go for Miss Teen uh, USA. Yeah, so that was the a very big pivotal moment in my life because the pageant itself really did change the entire course of my future once i when i won miss rhode island teen usa i won on my third try by the way i was very determined to win um and i almost gave up after the second try because i hadn't even made top 16 Right. And that it's like, okay, if you can't even make top 16, like you probably don't have a shot. So I almost gave up, but I decided to go one more time because it was my last year of eligibility for teen. And then when I won, it it was like, I, I didn't feel like I won. I felt like my city won because it was someone who came from Chad Brown Project just won Miss, teen, Miss Rhode Island Teen USA and is, and is representing Rhode Island at Miss Teen USA. All these girls, these uh, black and brown, Latina, like, first of all, it's first Afro-Latina to win. And now they're all going to be able to see themselves like, well, I can do this too. So it was a big deal. And that was where I was offered a partial scholarship to 
New York Film Academy. That was the whole reason why I even made it to LA when I did at age 19 to pursue acting. Right. It was. Um, so you got a scholarship. Pageant, yeah, this from pageant, the pageant opened and that was the your door. Objective. Okay. Yeah, it opened yeah. the door for me to leave Rhode Island. It it gave me a glimpse of a world outside of Providence that I never knew. And that was the whole, like, if it wasn't for me winning Miss Rhode Island USA, I don't believe I will be pursuing acting. I don't think I would even be, uh, I would have had the opportunity to, to move across the country to pursue a career in such a, you know, challenging industry. Right, right. So, this year, let's talk about the pageant this year. Mm-hmm. Two months ago, the Miss USA pageant, you're in the pageant. And I'm not going to go deep into what happened, but yeah. there was, and like everything in life, there's always some kind of controversy or something. Yeah. The winner, um, some of the other contestants, they're not as gracious as you became to her. Um, and I saw the film, I see it, and you go actually go up to her and you are congratulating her. You say, you know what, congratulations, well done. And she needed that at that moment. You know what? Because she was a little, I don't know, shaken to me. Mm-hmm. And someone takes a picture or pictures and you're here, but the picture goes viral in the Philippines. Yeah. And you become a celebrity in the Philippines <laughs> because yeah. of your kindness. So it, the people of the Philippines, like the pageantry is very important to them. It's like the Super Bowl to America. It's like the FIFA World Cup to the South Americans. So that was why, I, I think that was why it was such a big deal and it like it went viral over there. But anyway, I was getting a lot of DMs from people from the Philippines and uh, saying thank you. And um, the winner, she's actually first generation American from the Philippines. So that was why they were so uh, supportive of that <laughs> and it made them happy but you know in that moment but there are people like you said some guy at your church yeah he probably like me never saw a pageant in his life yeah but he knows about this because of your kindness yes this is our, our Filipino brother at our church he I he knew about this and he came up to me and was like yeah I heard and I was like how did you hear that it's so funny but um yeah it was it was really cool but um in that moment, I just, you know, it's it's hard. It's hard to give it your all and, and, and then not win a pageant. Okay, but, but, but I look know. what you just said. You didn't win yeah. on the stage yeah. by the judges, but I'm going to say this. I think that you actually won because you helped somebody who was in need at the time, and people noticed that, and mm-hmm. you, halfway, halfway around the world somewhere else, people were like, oh my, oh my goodness, our countrymen won, but who is this other girl yeah. that's consoling her? Yeah, you know, I think I, I think you did win. Thank you. In um, you know hindsight, twenty twenty, I, I I feel like that now, and and you know there there are so many other great contestants that uh, also should know that they also won too, and of course, yeah, of course. So let's talk about now. I know that you're involved in. Uh, trying to help girls and boys, I'm gonna just uh, say, uh, with their self esteem. Mm-hmm. I know that you uh, have a youth ministry that you're involved in. You wanna talk about that, please? Yeah, so I've been involved in, with youth ministry for over seven years now. I'm very passionate about 
serving the youth and and that's because when I was a youth I, I struggled with a lot of things I, I really felt I just felt very insecure um, in school I felt very insecure about who I was and as a you know as a girl and who I was I, I just I struggled with really knowing my you know my self-worth and right. value and I didn't feel like I was smart I didn't feel like I was pretty um, these are things that I really struggled with so now that I get to help you know the youth today with those to combat those issues because they're very normal I thought I was the only girl on the planet experiencing that but then I came to learn that that's every child experiences that and it depends on you know if what home you come from and let me I'm, I'm gonna cut you off here we come back to yeah. that because one thing about me I sit back and I look at people is are they Johnny come lately's or is this what they're really passionate about mm -hmm. and I know what, what six years I met you six years ago um, you were doing Wednesday night Bible uh, uh, studies in your apartment. Yeah. In your home. Yeah. Long before this pageant, long before mm -hmm. you're doing Bible studies. And so I know what you're saying. Yeah. It's not something you woke up and said, you know what? I need some kind of gimmick. Uh -huh. You know, this is really what you are about. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I, don't, I don't mean Thank to cut you, you. off, but no, I just need to say okay. that because yeah. I know, I mean, I know for real you've been mm -hmm. doing this. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a very, it's one of the most rewarding things I get to do. And I, and I really believe it is my, my calling in life. And, and it's, and I love that the entertainment industry, it's connected with, um, youth because our youth, we watch TV, like we watch movies. We're drawn to what comes out of, you know, the um, the hub of, of Hollywood, you know, I don't know how else to call it, but they produce these films, these animations uh, projects that end up, you know, kids all over the world end up watching and they end up loving. Like I, I love um, so many movies. I love the, the one who that really, I have so many fond memories of is The Grinch. Like, I could watch that every day. I, I literally just watched it last night to fall asleep because it, it's comfort. It's comforting. Right. Shrek, too. Like, I, I just love... Um, there's so many movies and shows that I love, so I, I, it's just amazing that I, I have this life where I get, I have the opportunity to pursue acting and, and, and help, and help the youth. Yeah. yeah. And help the youth. Help. And one day I'll be able to bring those two together. Right. Well, you <laughs> yeah. will. I believe you yeah. will. Well, I got to tell you, you've been fantastic. So when I bring guests on, we play a game. I always like to play some kind of game with them. Uh -oh. And you have not, you can tell I have not given you any no. uh, indication of what we're going to do. But I, I used to watch this show called Inside the Actors Studio. And uh, the host was James Lipton. And uh, he would ask like three or four questions. We're going to go do that with you. Okay. okay if you don't mind. So, <laughs> Elaine, minus or, or, or eliminate, eliminate the word love. Mm. What is your favorite word and why? Um, well, perseverance for sure, because I, that's, that is what my grandma's story represents. That's what I feel like my story represents. And I feel like so many people can, can learn from that. And, and, and we all need it. The, the, you just never know what people are going through. And we just, we all need 
Hope and perseverance. Right. I feel like it's between hope and perseverance. Perfect. Okay, well, That's just we'll, been the we'll give you two words. So you got it's hope. It's been the highlight. Okay, we'll since give you two 2020 because it's just been a hard time for a yes. lot of people. But we'll allow, we'll allow you two words. You cheated. Thank you. You oh. cheated, but we'll give you two words. <laughs> okay. Okay, so next question. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is your favorite cheat meal? Not food, the complete meal. Your favorite cheat meal. You go, I shouldn't be eating this. Oh, McDonald's. McDonald's. I hate McDonald's, but I always, they just get me sometimes. And I'm like, oh, why am I eating this? It's so good, but I can't stand them. (laughs) And what are we eating eating at McDonald's? Okay, so uh, chicken nuggets and french fries. That's pretty much it. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta have the fries. Yeah, the ketchup too. There's just all these bad ingredients I know they have in all of this stuff. That's why I hate it. Well, fortunately, McDonald's not a sponsor of the podcast. No. But, okay. They are not. Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> and our final question. And I'm going to ask this question the way James Lipton asked it on his show. Okay. So, if heaven exists, what do you want God to say to you when you stand before him? Um, well, first of all, heaven exists. Okay. Okay. I agree with you. Um, second of all, I would want him to say, good job. Well done. Well, Elaine, <laughs> well, you know what? Let me tell you. Um, I've seen you grow over the last few years. You're fantastic. One of my favorite people. And I just had to have you come on the podcast. Very, I'm so proud of you. I'm proud of your the pageant accomplishments. But I'm more proud of the person that you are. Thank and you. just thank you for coming on today. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. It was an honor. Thank you for allowing me to share my story. Thank you. Well, friends... Elaine, thank you. Today's words come from the group Savage Garden, and they go, I believe in karma. What you give is what you get returned. I believe you can't appreciate real love until you've been burned. I believe the grass is no more greener on the other side. I believe you don't know what you've got until you have to say goodbye. I believe you can't control or choose your sexuality. I believe that trust is more important than monogamy. I believe that your most attractive features are your heart and soul. I believe that family is worth more than money or gold. Friends, I'll see you next Tuesday.